When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, indeed. Sydney FC midfielder Max Burgess. So uh, he scores there against his former club, Western United. So that denies United a chance to uh, to go further clear at the top of the A-League. Joining us now on the line, uh, Sports Central, former um, Sydney FC captain Alex Brosk. How are you, Brosky? I'm good, Chris. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm well. Uh, you were out there at Cogra. Um, horrendous conditions. Um, <laughs> did, did you take a brolly with you? Oh, look, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I saw the rain forecast, but uh, mate, I would never have predicted that. So luckily, Channel 10 and uh, had some uh, umbrellas for us, and I was, uh, I was okay. Now, a bit of drama there at the end, uh, VAR drama. I'd love a dollar for the number of times that we, we say this as well. <laughs> um, so United, they, they thought they'd, they'd earned a late chance to secure all three points. Now, just take us through that. Um, a handball, Ryan Grant, but uh, VAR said uh, no. Well, yeah, and I, I was right next to uh, the referee when he came to have a look at um, at the monitor. And what happened was, so obviously, the, the ball has struck uh, Ryan Grant's arm. Mm-hmm. The referee gives a penalty. He's been alerted by the VAR to come and have a look. So I heard the whole process from there. And his thing was that the, the raising of Ryan Grant's arm was intentional. So that's why he gave the penalty. But then... When they slowed it down and they fro- they froze where the ball actually hit him, mm. the reason he overturned it was because he said that it hit him on the shoulder, on the sleeve, which was, which is sort of counted or considered part of the shoulder, um, and it was overturned because obviously the shoulder is not is not a, a you know considered a handball. So it was a fifty fifty decision, very uh, you know very difficult one. You can see why both sides were were arguing against and and for their side, but. Um, you know, so Aloisi's initial um, reaction was, well, is it enough to overturn it? Is it a clear and obvious error? Mm. Which it definitely wasn't. But if it hits the shoulder, as the referee says and was alerted to, then it, it can't be a penalty. So mm-hmm. Aloisi had a great quote this morning saying, well, I'm just going to get my players to wear longer sleeves if <laughs> the sleeve is considered a, a shoulder, right? Um, yeah. And yeah, look, I think both the Corica will, if it had been given a penalty, you can understand if they'd be upset about it, Sydney FC. And the fact that it wasn't, you can understand why why Western United are uh, you know are upset as well. So it's mm. it's such a difficult one, the whole handball situation. Do you think the right decision was made in the end? Um, again, I I don't know what is considered a shoulder. For me, it sort of hit him halfway up the um, or you know three mm. quarters of the way up the arm, yeah. which. I mean, if if the rule says it's not a handball, and and I don't know what is again, I don't know what is considered a shoulder, what what's considered the arm. So I actually don't know. I, I, again, I could understand both sides, and it's not obviously me with my Sydney FC hat on. It's it's got nothing to do with that. I just I don't think anyone actually knows what's considered a handball these days. You know, it's it's such a difficult. Uh, I definitely don't think it should have been overturned if it was, um, you know, if it was based on whether it was a handball or not. But given they think it's a shoulder then fair enough. I mean, who are we well, to argue? We better change the bloody name of it and call it Armball. 
Huh? <laughs> it's gone nowhere near his <laughs> exactly hand. Exactly right. Yeah, okay. No, no, that's right. All right, so uh, a one-all draw then, Sydney FC, Western United. Uh, United, they're still uh, at the top of the ladder, but they, they could have jumped a, a, a couple of points um, clear. Um, is it one that, that has got away from United? Should it have been a match that they should have picked up, do you think? Look, given the fact they went up 1-0, uh, they'll be disappointed uh, with that. But in saying that, I, I feel like the game, you know, uh, the, the one-all draw was a, a fair result in the end. If someone had snatched it, it was such a difficult night to play in. You know, you could see how heavy the players were. And when it rains like that, you, you know, your clothes get heavy, your boots get heavy. You feel like you're running around with 10, a 10 mm. kilo weight strapped around you. So it, it is difficult. And considering that, uh, look, I think the players handled it extremely well. But, yeah, I, I think each side had a few chances each, had some good spells of possession each. But a draw was definitely the, uh, you know, the, the, the right outcome for the match, in my opinion. So Sydney FC, they, they, they've turned the corner, haven't they, after a pretty, well, more than a slow start to the season. How did Thomas Hewitt-Bell go in goal? Um, and Andrew Redmayne, he was uh, having to start him uh, from the bench. How, how much longer will we see that, do you think? Um, look, I think Redmayne will come straight back into the next one. It's always difficult, you know, mm. when a, especially in that goalkeeping position. It's very rare that, you know, a goalkeeper comes back uh, from international duty and isn't thrown straight back in. With players, it happens, you know, because of the travel, they might, you know, mm. want to rest them and save them. And uh, But with goalkeepers, it's different. You know, you, you can't punish a player really for for going away for his, to represent his country. But in saying that, I mean, Tommy Hewitt-Bell, he had such a good game the game before, and I feel like Corica probably felt like he owed it to him to at least give him one more game. So I think Corica handled it well, but I do think um, uh, that Redmayne will come straight back in. And it's nothing against Tommy. I think Tommy is a fantastic young goalkeeper. It's just, unfortunately, the nature of that position where, you know, you can spend a whole season, a couple seasons, just waiting your turn, and eventually it happens. Either the older keeper moves on or you get a move to another club um, or form. But, um, yeah, I think I, I see Redmayne coming straight back into the next one. Mm. Okay, Amy Park then. I guess this is a bit of an upset, but they lost a man, went down a man, didn't they? Lost their captain victory, um, Josh Brillante. So that uh, always makes it difficult. Uh, Newcastle coming home to, to win their 2-1. They did, and it is considered a big upset. I think if you look at the game and how it ended up with victory at 10 men, uh, look, the Jets did very well to, to, to go on and win that game, and it's a huge win for them given you know where they've been sitting on the ladder this season. But I, I do definitely feel for victory. I feel like that second yellow card for Josh Brillante, um, you know, I, for me, if you're going to get a second yellow card, the referee needs to be aware of the fact you know, that the player has a yellow and be a little bit more lenient, you know. And instead of Brent, like, giving out that second yellow so quickly, there needs to be a warning to say, listen, I mean, I know it's on the player as well. He shouldn't be committing silly fouls when he's on a yellow card. But in saying that, a red card changes the, the outcome of a game and it changes the spectacle for everybody going to see. So you don't want to see unnecessary red cards. And a referee, for me, needs to be able to sort of notice that and pick up on that, know who's on yellows, uh, and make decisions accordingly. And I feel like he got that uh, that decision wrong. It changed the game from there, and the Jets went on to win. So, um, I mean, for the victory, since uh, the FFA Cup final win, it, it's back-to-back losses for them. So a little bit concerning for, for Popper and his squad, but, um, again, they, they've got an incredible squad, and 
they've got a couple of games in hand on the guys, all the teams above them. So no doubt they'll uh, they'll start picking up some wins anyway. And finally, mate, uh, Bernardo, the so son of Adelaide uh, great Cassio, he scored an injury time um, goal there, one all, Wellington and Adelaide United. That was also at Cogra. And a, and a, another good game. I mean, I was there. That was uh, before the Sydney FC West United game, and it looked uh, you could see it coming. I mean, Wellington did well in that first half. They went up one nil, and and deservedly so. But that second half was all Adelaide, and it just looked like it was, you know, if Adelaide, if Wellington were able to hold on, it would have been a great three points for Rufuk Tale, who's managed to turn his side around as well. But in the end, uh, Bernardo pops up at the back post, and it was a, a good header, a good finish for him, and. Um, and for Adelaide as well, I feel like they, they deserve that point as well. Um, and, you know, that moves them up into into fourth spot. The ladder's starting to take shape now with, uh, you know, all these catch-up games being played. And, um, it, look, right. for me, looking at it, it's hard to know who's going to win. It's, uh, it's as close as it's ever been. Thanks for joining us, Alex Brosk on Sports Central.